6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, you know what? Some Canadians might not be able to gather around the Christmas tree this year. We're being told that there might not be enough Christmas trees to go around. Christmas tree growers across the country have been reporting supply shortages, warning the slim pickings could become the new norm for the foreseeable future. So let's find out what exactly is going on with Shirley Brennan, the executive director of the Canadian Christmas Trees Association. Hey, Shirley, welcome to 630 Chad in Edmonton. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you making uh, time for us this afternoon. All right, so what is causing the issue? It's kind of a culmination of things, isn't it? It is a combination of things. So it started a couple of years ago with Fraser fir. Everybody wanted a Fraser fir. Um, and so we we saw shortages in that. And now we've seen where it's, no, it's got a snowball effect. And, of course, um, for a couple of reasons. So first off, it's not... An Alberta um, issue. It's not a Canadian issue. It's a North American mm. issue. Um, but we are seeing demand for the real Christmas tree had gone up um, so, like it, it rose so quickly that we couldn't keep up to it. So in 2015, we were a 53 million dollar industry, and in 2020, we're a hundred million dollar industry. Wow! And it takes 10 years minimum to grow a tree. <laughs> so we couldn't have. Um, even worked with those those huge numbers. So that's part of it. The other part is we're seeing where people are retiring and they don't have succession plans for someone to take over the farm. And that's nothing new for farming commodities, mm-hmm. but it, it's certainly something we now are paying attention to as Christmas tree growers. So um, Statistics Canada, um, the agricultural survey showed us from 2011 to 2016, we lost 10,000 acres of potential Christmas tree farms. Wow. So 1,000 acres on average per acre, and that uh, equals um, at least a million trees. Wow. All right. So, so yeah, that, just, and, yeah, perfect storm, yeah, isn't it? It is. And, and the thing is, that's till 2016. We don't know what the farm surveys say for 2021 until mid-2022. So that may even have a bigger impact. And then the third one is Mother Nature is any, any farming commodities silent partner. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't been very cooperative <laughs> or silent lately. So... We certainly see what's happening in BC mm-hmm. and um, the extreme heat this summer and now the flooding. We don't know the impact of the flooding, but we do know the impact of the extreme heat this year. And it didn't only affect little trees, but it, it affected trees that would have went to market. It, so With cur- the flooding, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, so I'm just curious to know then where, so do, do you have any idea where supply stands now? And, and when you have the weather impacting the trees that, that have been growing, are, are there ways that you can adapt those trees anyway? Well, there's, there's going to be ways. So um, some of our, our practices are going to change. Mm. So um, like a tree that typically might take 10 years, 
probably is going to take closer to 12 or 13 years. So, so then that kind of stretches the growing pattern out. Uh-huh. The other way is um, listen to what the consumers want. Not everybody wants that perfectly trimmed tree. So by changing up our equipment and changing up our um, pruning strategies, we will be able to, to um, uh, kind of balance out what's happening we also are listening to the consumers so people don't have with urban sprawl going up Uh they're smaller houses they don't have the big parlors that need the big full trees so we've listened to that and we've seen such an increase in demand for tabletop trees so you get a three-foot tree that has its own stand and we have them um, sitting on a table and we've seen that increase too boy it's there's it's it's like anything you just have to continue to adapt uh, you know with what is happening yeah. and the changes and so you know it it just seems like this year it was like boom and all of a sudden we're talk we're, we're talking about this so what do you you know as we move forward what what should consumers know or think about and and, and do when they're thinking you know next Christmas or maybe you haven't bought your tree yet well if you haven't bought your tree yet don't panic Right, we do have um, trees. Now, in Alberta, there's not a lot of Christmas tree farms. Uh So a lot of your trees come in from BC or from other parts of Canada. So um, you may have to go out of your comfort zone and get a tree that you typically um, don't know anything about. They all... They all do the same thing. You water them, they drink, and they stay alive, right? (laughs) So um, it's just the brand. You may have to vacuum a little bit more this year. Um, So those sort of things. But in the coming future, um, like future years, you know, um, talk talk to retailers. There may be new programs out there, and I know some of the Christmas tree farms across Canada did this, where you could pre-order. So you didn't order necessarily your tree, or you didn't know which tree you got, but at least you were able to pre-order what you needed. And for the people that are bringing in um, wholesale pre-cut trees, they know then in July or August that I have this many trees yeah. that I've already sold kind yeah. of thing. I know one of the greenhouses out by uh, where I live, um, they've had a couple of shipments of trees in, and I just saw on their Instagram post a short time ago saying they're out of Christmas yeah. trees again. So you just have to kind of do a little bit more searching around the city. Uh, Shirley, I want to put you on, uh, on on the hot seat here for a second. What's okay. your favorite kind of Christmas tree? I am out of the norm. My favorite kind is a white spruce. Oh, and I know that's not the norm, but I love that rugged scent of that mm-hmm. Christmas tree. And and so, like I said, I'm not the norm, but I love a white, a full white spruce. What is the, what are your tips for someone when they're looking for a, for a tree to, uh, to, to pick for their home? Because it's, it's tough to tell sometimes. They're all wrapped up in that netting. You can't see, unless you go out to a farm, you can't see. It's like, oh, your best guess of what you're getting. Well, so first off, your first tip is, um, if you get it home, not all sides have to be perfect, <laughs> right? Because we put it in the corner. So just be, like, don't get upset if there is, you know, a minor cosmetic flaw in the tree. Um, the other thing is, when you get that home, you're going to make a fresh cut, regardless of whether you cut it down at a tree lot or whether you are getting a pre-cut. You're going to make a fresh cut. 
you're going to put it in water and you're going to water it every day and it will be good for the season. Okay. Is there anything else besides the water that you can add into it to make sure that those darn needles don't fall off and get stuck <laughs> in your carpet and your hardwood for the next year? <laughs> no, just water. And it's amazing how many people um, will say, no, I put sugar, yeah. I put 7-Up, I put acid. <laughs> I've even heard of people putting vinegar in the water. Just water. <laughs> One um, older uh, Christmas tree farmer a few years ago, he told me, he always starts his first um, container of water is hot tap water, not boiling, mm. but hot. And it kind of gets it, it all spurred up to drink. Um, but other than that, it's just water. All right, Shirley, I've written all, the, all of your tips down. Thank you for shedding some light on this. I mean, it's not something that most of us have ever really thought about, right? And I know you've been doing interviews uh, left, right, and center because this year we are talking about it because we have noticed this. So, um, you know, I appreciate you uh, shining a spotlight on what is going on, and it's really fascinating to hear about how uh, numerous things from all different areas have, have culminated to result in this. But I sure appreciate your time, and, and thank for your advice on the Christmas trees. No problem. Anytime. And I want to wish you and all your listeners a very Merry Christmas. Uh, you as well, Shirley. I think you probably have the, one of the coolest jobs around. My goodness. I have the best job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for making time for me this afternoon. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank Take you. Take care. Shirley Brennan is the executive director of the Canadian Christmas Trees Association. From the time that a seedling is planted, I guess apparently it's like a three-year seedling, if you're going out and getting that tree, it's seven to ten years before it's cut down, as you would guess, right? It's quite the process. Fascinating stuff. Uh, so now you know. Uh, I know a number of places have sold out of Christmas trees across uh, the city. There are other spots that are open, so you might have to go to a couple different places. But be patient, you'll find it.